from the brilliant minds of Hipster at Home, you're listening to We Should Start a Band, a podcast about the trials and tribulations of being suitably hipster. Welcome back to We Should Start a Band, a podcast where we aren't experts, we're just highly opinionated. I'm Heritage Avocado Toast, and I'm joined by... Cobra Kombucha and Retro Denim Jacket. Today, we're going to dip ourselves in the deep fryer and dust ourselves with all of our favorite super healthy and indulgent favorite amusement park and festival foods. But before we load up our platters, we actually have a closed follow-up point from last week. I think we should have a little celebration. (laughs) 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 On the Instagram page, we have a picture explaining part of our carousel trip to Brighton, uh, which might help paint the picture for the listeners last week. Wait, is this a shameless plug for a previous episode? Because we haven't done that in a while either. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shameless plug for a previous episode and shameless plug to follow us on Instagram. (laughs) It's a double whammy. (laughs) All right. So for amusement park and festival foods, how do do we want to tackle this? Do we want to go by genres? Do we want to just freewheel what comes to mind? Find that when you tackle food, you get sticky. (laughs) You could get burned as well, depending. That's true. A lot of hot oil involved. Yes, please wait for your food to appropriately cool before putting it on yourself. <laughs> well, why don't we tackle it from the start of your trip in, I guess? So like, when you get to the amusement park, what's the first food item that you feel you need to get? Probably the bathroom. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you licking toilet seats? Is there something you yeah. need to share with the class? Well, wasn't, that, wasn't that a TikTok trend or something? Oh well, my um, gosh. Do not, not even remind me about that ridiculous <laughs> woman who was licking the entire grocery store saying germs are good for you. We are in a pandemic. No, I, there was no, there was definitely a YouTuber or a TikToker or somebody. And I'm, I'm certainly not going to look up their name because I don't feel like they need the attention. But there was one who got in trouble for licking toilet seats. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe they're a listener. And we can admonish them here. It was this whole, oh, I'm not scared of COVID. And I thought, no, but there's a lot of other things you can get from a toilet seat. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 100%. Do not lick those. There's also that ridiculous trend of licking ice cream and putting it back. And a whole bunch of people got like dinged for misdemeanors for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought that tampering with food was not allowed? Yeah. There's a reason they put plastic wrap around the top of ice cream containers, and it's to prevent idiots from doing that. Yep. People. Worst. Well, okay, so once you've come out of the bathroom, and I assume you've washed your hands, because everyone wash your hands, this shouldn't be like a new thing for COVID, just wash your damn hands. <laughs> I'm not sure when they stopped teaching that in school, that we had a collective societal memory lapse about it. I actually heard somebody referring to pre-COVID as before hand washing. Hmm. What? Yep, I was on the tube. I mean, it was before I aggressively hand sanitized as much, but everyone should be washing their hands. They're certainly not going to pass surgery school. <laughs> I was on the tube and this girl was talking to her friend and she's like, well, you know, before hand washing. And all I could think was before you were born, because I would hope you've been washing your hands this whole time. <laughs> uh, can we get an age range for what age she looks approximately just for some reference? Adult enough to know better. But like we're talking like young professional. Oh, dear. Mm hmm. There's signs in almost every restaurant that says, please wash your hands before leaving. Like, how many people have been breaking that? Apparently a lot. Judging from the run on soap, a lot. Paying a lot in sign repairs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, back to topic. I would say that my plan of attack, it probably would vary based on where I 
what location I'm at, because sometimes you'll have certain foods you can only get at a certain fair, and some things are always available pretty much no matter where you go. So I would say it kind of depends. So maybe for today's episode, I'll pretend I'm in a mystical location that has all my favorites. Mm. I think that's fair. And I think we should probably assume that we've arrived at opening time, so... Okay. What's that, 10-ish? So, ish. Okay, hipster opening time, so we're not getting there for like 8 or 9 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so for me, if they've <laughs> got like breakfast available, I'm probably looking for some kind of like sausage and egg sandwich, something that you don't need a knife and fork for. I would just kind of want to pick it up and just either eat it there or walk the park and, and sit somewhere with it. I don't think I want a huge smorgasbord if we're going to have breakfast there before the roller coasters. Yeah. It's a delicate balance between getting something that's like a little too heavy and greasy, but like also something that has enough protein to sustain you Mm. for a bit. Mm -hmm. I would say my go-to is probably going to be somewhere in the fried dough department. So donuts or beignets or funnel cake, something that could go with a coffee because chances are I'm probably getting another coffee as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down with the funnel cakes and things, but not for breakfast. I'll have some with you, but probably later in the day for me. Yeah, I wouldn't say a pun- I wouldn't say a funnel cake. I wouldn't say a funnel cake. <laughs> 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 Punnel cakes. <laughs> but but like any kind I'm definitely here for any kind of baked good. So like croissants or some kind of cinnamon roll or and you know what? If we can get it, which I've had it at like one music festival ever. A full sausage, egg, and cheese on a croissant. Now, that is a good way to start your morning in a theme park. <laughs> for the baked goods for breakfast, uh, I would, for me, I would say uh, you're more likely to get me to to have that if the more cinnamony it is and the more like a coffee cake it is. I like those things as baked goods. But generally, unless I like a savory baked good, like a bagel with cream cheese, not a cranberry muffin. I just don't like the sweet too much in the morning. I love a good coffee cake. Yeah. But cinnamon and coffee cake are okay. I don't know why. But you also got to get yourself the... Sh- you've got to get some sugar in you so that you're ready to, you know, go full hyper. On <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you're not like... If you're not racing around with a heartbeat that's well above acceptable, um, I don't think you're doing it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> so stoked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> get yourself a cup of coffee. A funnel cake or a sugar donut chase that with a mountain dew <laughs> <laughs> there was a time when that would be good enough yeah i find i need a little more real nutrition these days <laughs> yeah that's practically a four loco without the alcohol <laughs> <laughs> i've always wanted to try the mickey mouse beignets i think Ooh. going back to what retro denim jacket said in our amusement park ride episode with the mickey mouse shaped waffles the mickey mouse shaped beignets look yes to me i'm also here for a good crepe in the morning as well Mm -hmm. i feel like i don't see that as amusement parks as much but festivals do tend to have crepes and i will eat that Mm, all whole morning yeah yeah i like especially because as much as they don't seem like it they are actually good like holding in your hand food yeah Mm -hmm. you can do yeah and you can do sweet or savory very easily Mm -hmm. yes that's actually another thing that i absolutely love when we were in japan is the the crepes and what they will put in a crepe. Well, they would put like whole slices of cheesecake in the crepe and roll it up. <laughs> yeah, like full cheesecake and a couple scoops of ice cream. Shove that yeah, in. Yeah, it was cool. Crazy. Oh, so good. Well, when we were in Korea, we had that Bingzu place that had mm. like an entire piece of oh, tiramisu. The whole tiramisu on top, on top of. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
That needed to come with a warning that said, please, this feeds three people, but <laughs> we still managed to eat one each. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I see what you're saying about the salty, but I know that later on in the day, I'm going to have so much salt that I'm going to need to drink gallons and gallons of water. So I think for me, I wouldn't want salt earlier in the morning. Hmm. I almost never oversalt from food. Yeah, it's just difficult because, at least for me, I kind of need at least a little bit of protein to get through the morning. But frequently I'll just eat when I'm at home because I'm not much of a coffee drinker and I need to eat when I get up to function. So I was gonna say, if, if we're doing this the way I would normally do, like properly do an amusement park, especially in the States, I'm not actually getting a breakfast food when I get there. Mm -hmm. I'm getting the breakfast food on the ride there. Mm. So probably stopping at a Wawa or Wawa. a Dunkin' Donuts, getting a bagel sandwich or a breakfast sandwich and some coffee. Mm -hmm. I, th I would say that's actually how you properly do an amusement park. Yeah. Well, it's all about preparation, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get that on the way, you park, you get into the parking lot, you put sunblock on while you're sitting in the parking lot, because chances are you put sunblock on before you got in the car, but you always like top up and mm -hmm. you go in and then hit me with the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> For a, li a little later, uh, the research department has uh, prepared a uh, 20 theme park foods you have to try before you die list that we can rapid fire shoot down. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to need to do that. Oh, heck yeah. I mean, do what's stopping us? Now, yeah, yeah. No time like the present. No, I think I, I let, let let's. I think we should do our favorites a little bit, and then we can do this a little more like the quiz at the end. All right. Because I don't. Uh, we might have something that's on this list, and then it comes up later. You know, it's like a oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose that we could go through it, and then if there's something on there that we want to talk about, we could talk about it. We've only done breakfast, and then derailed into this. Well, I mean, whichever. I was okay. I was trying to find. The most common breakfast food at amusement parks. Mm -hmm. And the search has not been fruitful. <laughs> I don't think there are many breakfasts. Yeah. No, there aren't. Like, it's more like at festivals or county fairs is mm -hmm. where you would get, like, your sausage. That you get a breakfast yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of amusement parks will have their sort of, like, weird themed restaurants. And I know a lot of them usually have a diner style, mm -hmm. which I would assume you could probably get breakfast at that. Yeah. But no, I think most of them are geared towards assuming you're not eating until lunch. Yeah. True. And I, I mean, I am one to pack my own crackers to come along with me if I can get them in. Nerd. You know what? Are you six? <laughs> yes. Yes. Need you goldfish? No, that's my older sister. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> I do peanut butter crackers or a granola bar like an adult. <laughs> do you want an apple juice and a coloring book too? <laughs> yes. Wait, yes, I I'm do. I'm sorry. Did you just say peanut butter crackers like an adult when I know for a fact <laughs> that you steal the peanut butter crackers from the babies when they're at the house? <gasps> Rude. I don't steal them from the children. We have a stash at home and I steal from the stash. <laughs> don't make this out like I'm some kind of bad guy going through stealing candy at a children's house. I am not that mean. No, no, it's out there. Yeah. It's you candy baby, now. Candy, candy baby stealer. <laughs> You're going to cut it so I sound like a horrible person, aren't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Creative editing. <laughs> it's going to be re retro denim jacket stated, saying, I steal candy from baby's mouths. But I swear I never said it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, candy baby stealer a, uh, an album name? <laughs> <laughs> candy baby <laughs> <laughs> 
the sequel to Pants Over Pants. And uh, <laughs> well, maybe before we get into our savory lunch and lunch and dessert offerings, why don't we go through this list of twenty theme park foods you have to try before you die? I bet if you tried them all at once, you probably you die. die. <laughs> you might choke. Yes. <laughs> Oh, no. I mean, the sugar and the... the I mean, I, I haven't seen the <laughs> list yet, but yeah, there's a chance this could cause a heart attack, depending on your <laughs> current health before you start this endeavor. Yeah. Yes. We are not doctors. Please consult a medical professional, professional before attempting this list. <laughs> no, the, today's list is brought to you by vacationsmadeeasy.com, the blog for lifestyle and travel. Now, because this says you must try these before you die... I'm going to assume that this is the best of the best, because for me, if it's before you die, you, it's really got to be that amazing that you have to, ha- you have to have. There's absolutely no way that you are setting this up to be a disappointment at all. Well, I've paged ahead, and um, we'll, we'll get into it a little. Okay, so the first offering is deep fried Oreos, the classic fair food. Oh. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Okay. I know that Heritage Avocado Toast has strong feelings on these. Oh, they're so tasty. I actually really like them. Mm-hmm. They go my, like mush, and they never my, give you a glass of milk. This is That's my only beef. So the place that we tend to, to get them was when we were in uni. They're a classic small town fair thing. It's a classic country fair where there are cows and, and sheep and a farmers selling produce and all of that. Yeah. And yet there was not... A glass of milk to be found. And this was a Pepsi <laughs> area. So everything was Pepsi. The sweetest of the of the colas. Come for me, Pepsi. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> the that was all you had to drink was deep fried Oreos. And they need milk. However, they are good. They are very tasty. And I will say, as someone who does not drink milk... I do, in fact, have my Oreos without milk, so I don't run into that issue. Well, yeah, I'm okay with that, but when it's they melt and they get really soft, but not gooey, and then with the batter around it, you, you need the milk for the this fried is, Oreos. This is the thing. Even though I'm lactose intolerant, there are certain things that I still need to have milk with, and that is one of them. Or at least water. It does. It does require a drink. <laughs> It does. You cannot dive into this without I would say, some kind I would say of liquid. Not, not Pepsi though. No, and that's really where I think that is. And because this was the fair that Heritage Avocado Toast would go to, you know, every year of his childhood, I think that has colored his opinion of deep fried Oreos. They're very tasty. I feel like I went. Um. Okay, never mind. I'm going to skip the very bougie story that I was about to go into. However, really, I, I want to yeah. hear the very bougie story. <laughs> Oh, no. The first time I ever had fried Oreos was at a country club. Nice. And this place was very willing to fry pretty much anything they had behind the counter. So, including all the candy bars. It was pretty sweet. Oh, that's very Scottish. Mm -hmm. That was the first place I had them. And I was very hesitant at first. I was not for it. Like, wasn't sure what how to feel about it. And then I had one and I was like, this is brilliant. So where we would get them at this country fair, they also would do, was it deep fried Mars bar? Yeah, they expanded into the Mars bar. Yep. But it's, it's funny because over here, it's kind of this assumption that Scotland is the only place that does this. It's like, oh, no, no. Central USA will happily fry anything. anything. 
Chicken fried steak. Yeah. I know we've had this discussion before, plugging a previous episode. I think, was it pretentious food? I don't know. Regardless. Uh, we've, Chicken fried said, steak yeah. was in the title of yes. the episode, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but yeah, if you have a place that's willing to beat a poor steak into something and then fry it like a chicken, you know you fry almost anything at that point. Yeah. Ah, it was actually our game night snacks. <laughs> episode eight. <laughs> There you go. I don't know. There you How go. How do we listeners. get on chicken fried steak for a game night? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's it's, it's one of the many wonders. That's our that's our brand. <laughs> I did like one of the things that they would fry that I would say is a fair food that I very much like is the fried cheesecake. I know that sounds. Like a heart attack on a stick, and it is. They it's also did a stick. They also <laughs> did um, a fried pumpkin cheesecake. Okay, well that just sounds delicious, and it was delicious. But yeah, it's on a stick because they put it on a stick and then put it into the fryer. The pumpkin was better than the regular, but it's too much. This is the difference I would say between the U.S. and Scotland is that when when the U.S. fries something, we also put it on a stick. <laughs> Scotland, up your game. <laughs> yeah, get those sticks. <laughs> but from a, from a fried dough perspective, uh, I really, really like funnel cakes of most varieties. Uh, mm-hmm. I like just mostly the regular with the dusting of powdered sugar. Mm-hmm. But if you want to spice it up too, that's good as well. The pumpkin funnel cake. Yeah. Basically, I like autumn festivals because pumpkin. Yep. Eclairs. I like eclairs. Any, anything that's kind of a long tube with like white cream in the middle. I love to... Uh-uh. Chomp down on those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Twinkies, man. All shapes and sizes. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next one. Now, some of these, because I have I have now fully been through the list, some of these are going to be a little specific, I believe, to certain venues. So we might have to just expand our interpretation a little more generically. So number two is Olaf from Frozen Candy Apples. So it's a candy apple that's then decorated like Olaf. Okay, so it's just a decorated candy apple. Yeah. No, hard pass. I don't like candy apples, no. I like caramel apples, mm-hmm. and I like the apples with the chocolate coating, mm-hmm. but the apples with that red candy coating, no. It's a great way to break a filling. <laughs> it's just, it's got a sort of bitter taste to it that I'm just not keen on. I like apples. It's like a bad version of a maraschino cherry juice. Yeah. Now- I do like the decorated candy apples that are done not with the the sh- like the red candy coating, but with a chocolate coating. Mm-hmm. And I think those are quite cool because you do get some that, you know, they've got sprinkles or marshmallows or whatever. And that's fun and it adds another element. But I would say that nothing really beats a classic caramel apple. No, it really doesn't. And I will happily dip apples in caramel all year round. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite parts of apple picking is the tubs of caramel they have at yes. the end where you bring your bushel of apples, you get a tub or two of caramel, take that home and go ham. <laughs> I miss being able to buy the caramel dip in the grocery store or at oh, the farmer's the market. Mm-hmm. They don't really have that here. So I end up having to try to make my own. Actually, my great love 
of Wawa is deepened by the fact that one of their apple offerings is caramel apples. Yeah. So they have like one little thing where it's the like red delicious apples with peanut butter and they have another one that's the Granny Smith with the caramel. Yep. And there is not a better combination than the tartness of a Granny Apple and the lovely, lovely, sweet, dulcet tones <laughs> of caramel. And I actually like me. This is getting off of fair food because this is more of grocery store food. I actually prefer the apples with the caramel apple dip mm-hmm. over an actual caramel apple. Yes. Only because you get a better caramel to apple ratio. Yes. And I find it doesn't stick as your te- in your teeth as much. Like in your I teeth have as much. Mm-hmm. issues biting into an apple full force these days. Well, I always have. And like the amount of fillings and or other things that can break. <laughs> so <laughs> I'd rather just chop up the apple myself and dip it there and then you can measure the amount of caramel you'd like to have with your apple all right so i've got a bit of a spreadsheet going mm-hmm. to tally up how we compare to this this listing so for deep fried oreos i've got a no for me and a yes for both of you yes and for olaf candy apples i've got no for all of us yeah mm-hmm. cool all right so next one number three is signature skillets now picture a skillet like from denny's or something where what what Fair are they getting these at? So this one is specifically called out as Silver Dollar City at the Lumber Camp Falls or Buckshot Annie's Cookery. But I don't know. Even if I'm at one of those locations, I don't want to skill it at my amusement or fair park. No. No. No, thank you. When it comes to a sort of a bigger meal like a lunch or a yeah. dinner, I'm still not going that route. I'm probably going like the massive turkey leg. Yeah. Or corn dogs yeah or maybe like a burger i'm trying to think of what's the one that we I always get at Dorney. part of the joy of being at an amusement park or a fair is the fact that pretty much everything you're served is finger food yeah it's travels easily you cannot take a skillet out <laughs> out and about yeah. with you yeah i don't really like if, if i'm gonna sit down at, a, at an amusement park or a fair i'm not wanting to sit down for like a meal it's more like i've got a roast beef sandwich or a slice of pizza and i'm just gonna sit off to the side under an umbrella and eat it mm-hmm. and move on mm-hmm. it's not like a knife and fork kind of thing i'm sorry one of the great things about fairs or amusement parks is the variety. And that means that when you're with a group, not everyone has to go to the same yeah. place. Mm-hmm. Everyone can go get their own thing and then you meet back at the table. I feel like something like a skillet thing, or this is why I hate going to any of the dedicated restaurants like the diners and things like that. Unless you're absolutely gagging for the air conditioning, you're staying outside and everyone's going to their own little booth and then you get the variety. Yes. Yep. And you can consume it rather quickly. Mm-hmm. So you can get back to riding roller coasters as fast as possible. And you're not going for something big and heavy. I tend to avoid the burgers and things like that because you don't want a long digestive time. Try to, yeah. Yeah. But the next item on our list is perfect. And this is alligator bites. I was featured at Knobles in Pennsylvania, which I have been to, and I have had this exact dish. So we have direct comparison here for you. Swamp chicken! I was actually going to mention those <laughs> as one yep. of the things that I really like. I figured you would. Yeah. Those are delicious. They are. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, it's been a while since I've had an alligator wing. It's like chicken nuggets just with alligator. And it's a very nice, it's a really nice meat, actually, alligator. Mm-hmm. It's, I've had it a few times and it's, it's, it's like frog and chicken, sort of. 
together. Yeah. Frog, but meatier. Yeah. And not as fishy. Mm-hmm. Very tasty. It's the beef of frogs. It's the beef of frogs. <laughs> There's a debut album, The Beef of Frogs. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in uni, one of my friends uh, introduced me to alligator wings and mm. proceeded to go, Ah, oh, yes, they have swamp chicken on the menu. <laughs> I'd yeah. like a plate of that, please. I was like, oh, a, a what? And he's like, yeah, swamp chicken. I was like, oh, okay. Really tasty. I'm not, like, as we, as I've discussed before, not a fishy person. Only when it comes to your food preferences. And part of my issues with frog is that it's a little too fishy for me, but alligator is not fishy at all, and it's very tasty. Yeah. Yeah, agree. All right, resounding reviews from all three of us. That's the first. I think that one is a good... A good one for fitting into the savory thing for a lunch or a dinner mm-hmm. because it's not too heavy. I mean, yes, it's fried, but it's an amusement park. So, of course, it's fried. But it's not going to weigh you down and make it so you can't ride the rides. And they do have some of the like the old wooden roller coasters at Knobles. And you don't want something that's going to get too jostled around in your stomach. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so number five, uh, I think we should probably break down into its essence because it's specific. So this is sticky chicken and waffles. So we've got chicken and waffles, and then we'll um, we'll go with the more commonly uh, understood version of chicken waffles, not the one where I'm from. <laughs> so fried chicken on, on waffles. This one at Disney adds uh, spicy Thai cream sauce. Personally, I'm not sure I would go with that. I'd just go with regular chicken and waffles. But again, I would say this one, I'm probably not looking forward to an amusement park or a fair. It sounds intriguing, but it's more of a sounds intriguing for if I'm at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not if I want to be able to get right back out and ride the rides. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's one of those things that would have, it sounds like, cream and pepper in it, which mm-hmm. yes, doesn't both. always yes, sit super well. Yeah. yeah. Regular fried chicken and waffles, it's just maple syrup. It's you know usually buttermilk fried chicken and a waffle. It's nothing too offensive in the stomach category. But something with cream and spice sounds like a one-way ticket to not feeling well on a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> back to the start of the journey, back in the bathroom. Eh? Back to the- <laughs> if you make it that far. <laughs> First stop bathroom, second stop this, third stop bathroom. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound like something you're going to want to have when you're riding rides, walking around a lot, usually in the heat, and your only option is public bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Not to gross out our listeners. But not ideal. Yeah. Yeah. I try, I don't know about you guys, but I try to not use the bathrooms. I like try to keep my bathroom visits to a minimum at parks because they aren't usually great. It's one of those things you scope out and you work out which bathrooms are the least used. Yep. Yeah. And also there does tend to hit a time of day when it's sort of, you know, it's just like you're done. You're not, you know, it's not going to be a good situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I don't know. I think chicken and waffles is probably too heavy. I'm not going to want to yeah. be doing much coastering after that. Agreed. Yeah. So number six, this is specific and I've not seen it before, but we'll take it for what it is, which is um, Granny's apple fries, which is fried apple slices that have a sweet coating of cinnamon sugar and then vanilla whipped cream on top. This could be okay. Okay. I will say... Apple fritters, yeah, Ooh, or yeah. at Apple Day in London, 
you get these slices of apple that are battered and fried and then sprinkled with like a cinnamon sugar and those are amazing. Yeah. I could I I could I could get this one, I think. Yeah. Dude, you put apple and cinnamon sugar in front of me and I'm just a happy camper. Mm-hmm. I think this would be a suitable beginning of the day, so the pre-lunch group of food. Mm-hmm. Get your heart rate jumping. Yeah, you've got the sugar, but also it's fruit, so it's healthy. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. It's totally healthy. The apple actually negates the frying. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Wait, isn't it dangerous to put water in hot oil? Apples are mostly water. Well, they will spray a bit, but usually you batter them or you yeah. put like a cornstarch on them or something. Uh, these apparently feature at Legoland in Carlsbad, California. I wonder if that's the Legoland here. I don't know. I've never been to Legoland. Healthy option for the kids, huh? But do you think it's really dangerous at Legoland if you aren't wearing, like, thick-soled sneakers? I would hope you're wearing thick soles for the amusement parks anyways. Yeah, no no flip-flops, sandals, or thongs. Yuck. Well, no, no, but, like... Unless you're doing the water rides. Even with a thinner shoe, sometimes when you step on a Lego... So, mm-hmm. I guess you know, plan ahead of time. I feel like Lego. It was, it was supposed to be. A, it was supposed to be a stepping on Legos joke. Yeah, I, yeah, I think we got it. But I got uh, it. I just shut up, everyone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that one didn't land. Which is weird because usually stepping on Legos does. <laughs> yeah. <on> your- <laughs> <laughs> hey, did we save it? Did we save it? <laughs> All right, number seven. I cannot pronounce. I think it is the name of like a stand. It's at Epcot. It's Copa and then D-E-L-I-Z-I-A. And I'm assuming it's Italian, the pronunciation, because it's a gelato store. So basically, this is about just all sorts of different types of gelato, and they recommend this particular one. Are we getting into amusement park ice cream yet well it's, yeah are we at that point have we have we it's on the list we, we we abandoned the breakfast lunch dinner format so go for it are we peaking early yeah no because i have strong feelings about yeah all right then i think it was at this moment that the hipsters decided to take a break from the discussion and ride some rides so tune in next week for the thrilling conclusion In the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please feel free to rate us. Please also follow us and hit us up on the blog at hipsteratthome.co.uk. Take care. Bye. Bye. And if we could pumpkin spice a pickle... Ew. No, what? No. What <laughs> Actually, a cinnamon, a cinnamon dill pickle does not sound like a bad thing. <laughs>